Hi, I'm Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be women you should avoid. Well, I've got an interesting email here. This is actually from a woman, and she writes to me and says that her now ex-boyfriend is an avid follower of my work and pretty much did everything that I talked about in my first book, How to Be a 3% Man. And obviously she's really mad and really pissed off that she reached out and so she said she read a couple of pages here and there in my book and it's just really pissed off. So we're going to actually go through her email and I'm going to point out some things that give away why this particular guy, the ex-boyfriend, is better off without her. And these are the, these are the kind of women that you want to avoid because my book is designed to weed out the good ones from the bad ones. And the more you employ the things I teach in my book, the quicker you're going to recognize women that have a shitty fucking attitude, who don't know how to communicate like an adult, who don't trust men or don't know which men to trust, or they got daddy issues, and they're pissed off. You want to have people in your life who are easygoing, drama-free, easy to get along with ideally if you're going to date and have long-term relationships the best kind of women for those types of relationships are women that have a good relationship with their mom and dad and especially with their dad they'll often say things like my dad is my rock he's my mountain and ideally even though it's rare they grew up in the kind of family where if there's a problem you don't go to sleep until it's resolved and you can both say I love you at the end of the night without any kind of butthurt feelings or unresolved issues. That's the healthy way to resolve things. And unfortunately, you're gonna if you're in the single world and you're dating, you're going to encounter all kinds of people, especially if you're a guy, you're going to encounter a lot of undesirable women, women that might be really attractive and really might seem cool at first. But I'm going to go through some of the things in, you know, throughout her email to point out as things that you want to avoid and why. So before I get into her, her nice email that she wrote to me, obviously it's not very nice, I got a quote that I wrote and then we're going to jump into her email and let the tongue lashings begin. The quote says, life is too short to put up with people who do nothing to add any value to your life and more often than not bring truckloads of unnecessary drama with them wherever they go they can make your life a living hell. Too many people have learned to fulfill their need for love and connection in toxic and dysfunctional ways by being argumentative, disagreeable, complaining, and creating unnecessary drama. Much like you'll see here the woman that wrote this email. When you come across people like this in your life, give them the gift of missing you permanently. If you have people like this in your family that you can't avoid, then like they say in jujitsu, manage the distance between them and you. Only allow people into your inner circle who are easygoing, easy to be around, and fun. And that's going to eliminate about 99% of the average people that you're going to encounter in life. But you got to have standards because whatever you tolerate in your life, you're going to invite more of it. 
if you got friends that are every time you talk to them like oh man you're not gonna believe what fucking happened to me and they've got some ridiculous long ass story about the shit that went sideways in their life and you end up listening to it for a half hour hour two hours whatever happens to be and then you walk away from that going is my life any better for actually having listened to that fucking bullshit the answer is no you should think about who you're allowing into your inner circle because think about it you become like the five people who you spend most of your time with and if half the people or all the people you're hanging out with always have a truckload of problems they can't pay their bills or they got drama in their relationships or their friendships or they got problems with their people that they work for and they want you to listen to it all the time that's not going to have a positive effect if you're around people, the five people you spend most of your time with, they're easygoing, like the people in my life, the friends that I have, even the girlfriends that I keep in touch with. I mean, I get messages on WhatsApp from girlfriends of mine that I've dated in the past, and it's nothing but sweetness and positivity and making stupid, silly voices at me and joking around. And they never take anything that I say personally. And because they continue, even though we're not together all these years later, and some of them I actually do get to see from time to time, they add value to my life. And they also help keep me grounded and remind me of the kind of women that I should have in my life to keep my standards where they are. Because it's like life's way too fucking short. I'm 49 years old. Do you think I want to put up, especially with like you're going to see her in a minute, I wouldn't fucking put up with a woman like this. I would have, within five minutes of meeting her, I would have known right away what she's all about. And I wouldn't have wasted my fucking time with her. Because her attitude fucking sucks. So with that said, let's go through her email. I'm sure she's a really nice person. I've never talked to her before ever, and this is what she sends me. Corey. My now ex-boyfriend is obsessed with your book. I only recently found out he was reading it. After we broke up, I started informing myself about your book and reading a couple pages here and there. Well, that's a real fucking half-ass effort. Informing yourself about my book, looking through a couple pages here and there, you're not really serious. What you're really looking for is reasons to get pissed off at my book. That's, That's the reality. There are a lot of people in this world that go through life and they do nothing but look for reasons and occasions to get offended. You don't believe me? Just turn on the fucking news at night. Turn on any of the major news networks and all it is is one person after another who's pissed off or upset about something that fucking happened in the world or society. And so you obviously go through life looking for reasons to be pissed off and upset because as I talked about in the quote, we have six human needs and one of them is love and connection. And there are many people that go that learn a dysfunctional way. Maybe they grew up in an argument environment where mom and dad or there was lots of drama around and people are arguing with each other or they're always talking about their problems. And so the way that they relate to other people is to share their problems, share the things that didn't go well, think, share the things that they're pissed off about. And then the other person goes, oh, wow, it's so tough for you. Gosh, that really sucks that your boss is an asshole. Yeah, gosh darn it. You know, it really sucks that, you know, that guy you just broke up with, uh, the last 20 guys, but they're all fucking assholes and you just seem to keep attracting the same kind of guys. Man, I really feel bad for you. That really sucks that your life is that way. 
And so they fulfill their need for love and connection by sharing their problems and complaining and bringing drama. And can you believe this? I'm offended at this. I'm upset about that. Those are not the kind of people that are going to make you feel uplifted, that are going to make you feel happy. They're going to make you feel good about yourself, that when the shit's hitting the fan, they're going to say, hey, man, don't worry about it. You'll get over it. Versus somebody like this, this is the kind of person to go, I told you that fucking business idea was a stupid idea. You should have listened to me. You should have never fucking done that. That's the kind of shit you hear from people like this. Some of what you are saying might be true, but for the most, I was disgusted. Well, as I often say, I might not always be right. I'm never wrong. And if you were really serious about informing yourself about my book, you would have gone to Amazon.com or to Audible or just Google my name. There's all kinds of forums. There's all kinds of Reddit posts. There's thousands and thousands of comments and videos that I've done. There's I don't know how many videos people have done about my work, talking about it, giving commentary. If I was an absolute shithead and had no fucking idea what I was doing, you would be reading about it everywhere on the internet. You can't, if you're a bullshit artist and the stuff that you teach or that you share is bullshit, it'll be written everywhere. But if you did any actual informing, like you like to BS yourself into believing you did, you would have gone and found out like, wow, this fucking dude knows what he's talking about. As a matter of fact, if I was totally full of shit, there's absolutely no way I could give my books away for free on my website. All people have to do is go to the website, click the free ebook, understandingrelationships.com. Just click the little free ebook tab, and you can sign up and read both of my books for free. And the reason my business does so well, and my YouTube channel continues to grow, and my website, and my email list, and my social media. And I get thousands and thousands of emails and testimonials all over the internet and coming in my inbox telling me how my work has changed their life or saved somebody's marriage or improved their life in some way, shape, or form. It's all out there if you actually want to do any real investigating. Because if I was giving away bullshit and I let everybody read it free, they go, this is bullshit. And they would never buy anything from me. That's the power of what I teach. I know it fucking works because it worked in my own life and I give plenty of examples. Again, that's understandingrelationships.com. That's relationships with an S. If you go there and just click the little free ebook tab, enter your name and your email address, you'll get an email. Just click the link to confirm that you want to subscribe. And then when you click that link that says, yes, I want to subscribe, that will instantly take you to the page on my website in the members area where you can actually start reading my books totally for free. You can read them for free, never pay me a dime for them. But what most people end up doing, they read it and they apply it after a while and they go, this shit's actually fucking working. Let me get the Audible version of it. Let me go get a Kindle version or let me get an, an iBook version or let me get the iTunes audiobook version or let me get a paperback so I can highlight and tab it out and be really serious about learning this and improving themselves. I cannot believe people would actually believe this BS. Well, again, you go go look at the reviews on Amazon. Go look at the reviews on Audible. I think I'm closing in another month or two. I'm going to have somewhere around like 7,000 reviews on Audible. If I was full of shit, it'd be all over the fucking place. But what I teach works. 
How can you give a man a guide to get a woman? Because I want people to be happy. I want people to learn things that I've learned so they can have the kind of life that I get to enjoy now. I like helping other people. Human beings naturally want to help other people. And if other people can learn from the things that I've experienced in my life and all my fuck-ups and all the things that went sideways that didn't work out and save themselves all that trouble and avoid all that nonsense, to me, it makes it all worthwhile, all the struggling that I've gone through. I want to make the world a better place. What are you actually doing to make the world a better place, sweetheart? Anything? Are you writing any books? Are you doing anything nice? Are you going around the world sowing love and friendship and kindness and a good attitude? Or do you have a shit-fucking attitude? Are you just one of the herd of miserable people? Sure looks like it. You say women don't want to decide. Well, you are so wrong. Women like a man who is masculine, who's direct, who's decisive, who gets right to the point, and who's a leader. Women prefer that. It's what creates attraction. It's the difference between masculine energy and feminine energy. And obviously, you are totally in your masculine energy. Have you been stuck in the years of 1950? Well, quite frankly, if you look at the movies from the 1950s, they actually present healthy archetypes of what a man and a woman's masculine and feminine interaction is like. Because when men act the way they do in movies that you see today, which is basically teaching men to act like women and women to act more like men, it ruins the sexual polarity. And the guys get nowhere. They get friend zoned all the time. They hear things like, you're really nice, but there's a spark missing. There's just something missing. I mean, men and women respond to what they respond to. Women today are as confident, strong, and know what they want. I agree with that. Not all women, but a lot of them are. And I think that's very attractive. A, a woman who's confident and who knows what she wants and goes for it and has a little drive, has a little ambition, and does something for a living that she really loves and enjoys, that's pretty sexy. Chicks that act like men and shave all their fucking hair off and make it all kinds of different crazy fucking colors and get weird tattoos and piercings everywhere and grow their armpit hair and don't shave their legs and then get mad that no man wants to date them. Sorry, we like feminine, easygoing, easy to get along with women. Not these fucking pissed off, man-hating feminazis that you fucking see on TV all the time. They got a fucking truckload of daddy issues because they didn't get enough hugs or enough strokes as a kid. They never learned to trust men. They never learned which men to trust. And therefore, they're suspicious of everything a man does. I don't need a man to make me feel safe, to decide for me, or to take care of the money. And what I, well, what what you're looking for is you're in your masculine energy, and so you're gonna be probably better suited to dating some little bitch ass beta male that's got arms like spaghetti that you can just totally dominate, and you won't ever feel any passion for him. But at least you'll be able to control him. And what I for sure don't need in my life is a man that only acts the way he does because you told him so. Well, this guy actually has big balls because he's trying to improve his 
life. He recognized that he was falling short in some areas of his life. And he sought out to approve, improve them because masculine energy is about purpose, drive, mission, succeeding, accomplishing, breaking through barriers, overcoming challenges, improving and refining your approach. Feminine energy is about opening up to receive love, bonding, connecting, nurturing, relationships, dating labels, things of that nature. It's just the way it is. And without mass, a healthy balance of masculine energy and feminine energy, there's no sexual polarity. That's just reality. If you want to act like a man and you want to, I mean, does this woman sound like somebody who's easy to get along with, who has a good attitude, who's kind of a jokester, who doesn't take herself or life too seriously? Not to me, it doesn't. Sounds like she gets pissed off at the drop of a hat and is looking for reasons to get pissed off. And there's a lot of women like this out there. I was furious on my ex for being so fake. You're just not comfortable around a man who's in his masculine energy. That's fucking bottom line. Because you're in your masculine energy. It's like dating you is like dating a dude. It's like dating a, a dude with boobs. I never got to know the real person. Well, that's your own damn fault for having a shit fucking attitude. It was frightening how strict he followed your guide. Obviously, he is a good student or trying to be a good student. The funny thing is, all the things you told him to do upset me. Good, because he acted like a fucking man. And if a man acting like a man upsets you, good fucking riddance. You are well on your way to becoming a cat lady. Congratulations. He was joking on me all the time on everything. Sure, it was funny every now and then, but with time, it annoyed the shit out of me. Sounds like he got a great sense of humor. Why should you treat the girl you like like your little sister and joke on her 80% of the time? Well, actually, you know, you didn't do any investigating in the book, but what I teach in the book is 90% of the time, you're supposed to be the charming James Bond and about 10% of the time, you treat her like the bratty little sister, joke around, be funny. Because think about it. What's great about humor, it brings out the best and the best really fast, and it brings out the worst and the worst. And if you joke around at a few of the things he says, and then you start getting pissed off and butthurt, well, you just revealed yourself as being undateable. Congratulations. You are undateable, and you have a shit-fucking attitude, and you should have never gotten past the first date. But obviously... He's probably new to my work. And if he was joking around 80% of the time, yeah, that's fucked up. He wasn't doing it right. He should have only been doing that about 10% of the time. Because if a guy's joking around 80 to 90% of the time, he's going to come off eventually as being insecure, like he's making up for something. And that will come off as robotic. So if he was actually doing that, well, he needs to read the book some more. That's why I recommend 10 to 15 times. If he's just cherry picking and being lazy, then that's his own fault. But then again, I can't really trust that you're being honest with me anyways. Is it mocking around the dumb little girl to make yourself feel better? It's called having fun. It's called not taking yourself too fucking seriously, which obviously you do. It's like you've got a permanent big giant stick shoved up your ass and you're not happy about it. And you want everybody else to know how unhappy you are. 
Eventually, he started wondering what was wrong. I take a lot of time to trust someone, so it sounds like you got a few trust issues there. And open up to my feelings. But still, he would sit in front of me and say, tell me what's wrong or otherwise I won't leave. So he's trying to love and support you and communicate and find out what's going wrong. And you fucking stonewall his ass. You stonewall them because that's probably what you learned in your family. When you're pissed off at somebody, you give them the silent treatment. Or you go, oh, there's nothing wrong. Everything's just fine. Everything's fine. When a woman says shit's fine, it ain't fine. I mean, she's pissed off and she wants to know, do you really give a shit at what's really bothering me? Do you have the fucking balls to find out? Can you fucking handle the truth as a man? I want to see. And women will throw up. Healthy women will give you some, a little initial resistance to make sure you, because if a man cares about his woman and he wants to know what's upsetting her, maybe he can help or smooth it over because no drama allowed. By the way, in honor of Scott Adams, how about a simultaneous sip? And if you like this little mug, no drama allowed, you can go to Teespring, T-E-E-S-P-R-I-N-G, and just search for Coach Corey Wayne. I've got all kinds of great merchandise like this. So you should have one of these every morning, and you can look at it and remind yourself, no drama allowed. No drama mama. Eventually started wondering what's wrong, and I take a lot of time to open up and trust open up my feelings. So in other words, he's wanting to know what's going on. Safe to say I was not at all feeling better after the talking. Well, obviously it didn't go anywhere because you stonewalled them and probably were being passive aggressive and punishing him because you're fucking mad at him because he's acting like a man. So it doesn't sound like you really know how to handle men who act like men. Maybe you've been hanging out with a bunch of feminized pussies. But if you want a man who acts like a man, you're not going to be able to get away with this bullshit. A guy like me, I wouldn't fucking give you the time of day. It's just not worth it. And I know that's fucking harsh, but somebody's need, you need to fucking learn. Because otherwise, you are on a fast track to being a fucking miserable-ass cat lady. And if that's what you want, that's okay. Guys that are weak and don't know any better will just put up with your bullshit. Which is just going to enable your behavior and make you think... That it's okay. It sounds like you were spoiled as a little girl. And your parents just let you do whatever the fuck you wanted. And so you feel entitled. And so therefore being a bitch and an asshole all the time. Especially to men. Maybe you're pissed off at your dad. Maybe you got daddy issues. And you figure you're going to let you. Because most of us we all treat the people in our personal lives. Exactly the way we learned in our own families. And if you're difficult to communicate with. Or some really simple things I put in my book. And if a girl is like this and she just won't tell you and instead she wants to get mad. I had a girlfriend that I dated once It was like this. Her father had died when she was six. So she grew up without a man. And that was her default position to go right back to being pissed off. I don't want to talk about it. Stonewalling me. Stewing about things for three or four days. And then, just, and then after three or four days of her being mad it would go away. But I got to deal with her for those three or four fucking days of her being mad and not willing to communicate and just saying, I don't want to talk about it all the time. When she got to a point where she felt like I had suffered enough, then we could start having fun again. 
And that's why she's an ex-girlfriend, and that's why that particular ex-girlfriend, I will probably never, ever talk to her as long as I live because no drama allowed. We broke up because he was acting like a complete idiot because of your book. He was acting like a man. And what the great thing is now is that he's single and he learned from the experience. Obviously, if he really was doing 80 to 90% joking around and only 10% of the time acting like a, cha- a charming James Bond, then he's got some work to do. But the good news is now he's got a space in his life to meet somebody new who's got their shit together. And hopefully, if he learns quick enough, the next time he won't have to wait two months to find out that the next time he encounters a girl like you, because that's the way the universe works. The universe is going to bring him another one of you. And so hopefully he learned the lesson so he can spot the shit behavior and move on. And that's harsh, but If you want to be such a miserable asshole and so difficult to get along with that you're going to end up as a cat lady, he's like, I'm trying to help you. But your attitude fucking sucks. Like I said, I wouldn't give you the fucking time of day. I don't care how hot you are. You certainly weren't hotter than the girlfriend I was talking about who behaved the same way. She was one of the finest women I've ever seen in my fucking life. And it's met her and seen pictures like, damn. But don't matter how hot she is, if she's a fucking pain in the ass to be around and difficult to get along with and a shitty attitude and always getting butthurt and upset and offended, it ain't worth it. Because eventually her looks are going to fade. And then so you don't have the looks and on top of that you got to put up with a shit fucking attitude? It's like, I don't think so. So do you really think you are giving advice for a healthy relationship here? Absolutely. Because I've got thousands and thousands of success stories and tens of thousands of great reviews all over the different platforms about my book. Guys saying all kinds of things. I met my wife. People send me pictures of their kids. People tell me their stories, how they met their wife or how many years they've been together, how I saved their marriage, how I saved their relationship, how I helped them get their fiance back and now they're happy married, whatever it happens to be. I get those all day long. So those are the people that I really want to help because I have a good attitude. But bottom line is you took time to write in, so maybe there's hope for you. Maybe you'll be able to avoid becoming a cat lady. And if I were you, I would eat a nice big slice of fucking humble pie and actually read my book 3% Man cover to cover because a lot of couples do that. They actually read my book together so they can hold each other accountable and understand that but that's only going to work if you're with a woman who's got a great fucking attitude and only cares about having a great relationship and making it better no matter what they got to do women have a shit attitude are going to get pissed off and butthurt about reading the book the idea is that 95 percent of your happiness or your misery is going to come from the one decision of who you choose to spend your life with you need to choose wisely and on that note I've actually got a testimonial that I grabbed from Amazon, and this is from a woman. And here's what a woman on Amazon had to say about my book. As a woman reading this, I even learned more about the small nuances of how I communicate with men that I hadn't considered and were pretty accurate. It also reminded me of my own worth, too. 
and that deep within myself, I don't wish to settle for anything less than what I truly want to see in a man. I'd love to evangelize this book. It's like a cure for that nasty co-encounter dependency. It'd be really great to see more men out there who are truly themselves and comfortable doing it. Centered, strong, and sure of themselves. This is how men are naturally going to be. Women who behave like you get in the way of men being authentic and true to themselves. Sure and centered. Notice what she says here. Sure and centered, not arrogant, narcissistic, or controlling. She actually read the book and got a lot out of it. She just didn't read two or three pages and looking for reasons to get pissed off like you did because she actually has an open mind. If I was a betting man, I would have to say you probably were a Hillary Clinton supporter or a Barack Obama supporter. I'll probably get lots of fucking people bitching about that, but that's okay. It'd make everyone better. I've missed expressing my feminine side with a man that I knew and felt it was totally safe to do so with. Remember, you said you didn't need a man to feel safe and comfortable. And when a man is in his masculine, it makes a woman feel safe to open up, to talk, to share her feelings, and be totally in her feminine energy, and be submissive and let him lead. You obviously don't feel comfortable doing that, and instead you fight the guy for the leadership role, and then you do everything you can to fucking emasculate him and make him feel like a shit, like shithead. So you can knock him down a few notches and control things. And eventually, when men realize that they can't make you happy, guess what? They're going to give up and they're going to fucking leave. That's the way it is. I'm positive that many other ladies feel the same. I'd also love to see a woman's version. So you can actually go on Amazon. Amazon.com, that one's in the, the U.S. It's one of the top, top reviews from a woman on my book listing. You can read that one yourself. So with that said, if you've got a situation, a personal or a professional challenge you would like to get yours truly, you'd like to get my help with, you can go to my website, understandingrelationships.com. That's relationships with an S. And click the products tab and select whatever coaching option works for you. And remember, if you want to get one of these awesome no drama allowed mugs teespring t-e-e-s-p-r-i-n-g.com and just search coach Corey wayne and you'll find my store i got all kinds of different shirts and stuff as a matter of fact just got this recently a really cool fucking hat pretty nice i ordered some shirts but i don't have them yet so maybe next couple of um next couple of videos i'll have those for you Again, teespring, T-E-E-S-P-R-I-N-G.com, and then just search Coach Corey Wayne when you get there, and you'll find my store. And be sure to make your life a drama-free zone. And until then, I will talk to you soon.